Hi everyone, uh, welcome back to another Sporting Blog podcast. Um, we're going to freestyle it a little bit today because we don't have a guest as it's Friday. I thought I'd give everyone the day off uh, from having to listen to me. Uh, we do have some fun guests next week, which you can read about on the blog itself, um, probably Monday. Um Talking of the blog itself, we are going to do a bit of a refresh. Uh, it's had a pretty similar look and feel for a little while, and uh, I think it's time to change it up so that it does take into account things like the blog, um, putting up a tiny little bit of news maybe, but not really sports news. I don't really want to get into that. Um, I mean, it would be nice if everyone checked the blog daily. That would help a lot, but... Uh, Sports news is a tough one, and uh, <clears throat> we can only remain current on so many things with um, our setup at the moment. Maybe that will change one day. Who knows? Anyway, um, we're going to freestyle because of that. So I decided, as usual, to uh, talk to the internet for inspiration. And one thing that we're bombarded with daily um, on social media... Um, especially our, our sports brands, and um, these will this will differ greatly depending on where you live, what you, who and what you follow, uh, what sports you're into, um, and so on and so forth. So um, this will be a different experience for everyone. Uh, of course, the big players will pay for promoted posts and pay people with large social media followings to post uh, on their behalf. So those will remain much the same. And I think we know who those brands are and and we'll get onto them soon. Uh, But in terms of smaller brands um, and ones that have, you know, specific country presence, um, that will change. So if you are listening in the States, some of this stuff may be super appropriate. Um, I don't know if you're from a part of Europe that has zero interest in cricket or something, you you may see uh, different things come up in your timeline. So um, I've decided to use Google, therefore, as the the medium. And again, this will probably pull from the Google UK pool, although it's interesting what has come up. So the world... uh, (laughs) The, the internet especially is full of blogs, uh, much like ours. Uh, and some of them are really just giant content um, houses, which, you know, I suppose every website that has copy in it really is. Uh, but, you know, these um, websites that list a lot of the top 10 this and the top five that and the top 15 foods you should eat to lose weight and the top 10 moments ever in a World Cup, those sort of things... They're they're easy for for people to write, and you pay writers. I mean, I'm just going to tell you how this works. You pay writers uh, from uh, other parts of the world, um, as in not the US and the UK necessarily, uh, to write these posts uh, on the cheap. And um, sometimes you can tell because the language is really bad. And, I mean, I'll get straight into it, actually. So... If you Google the most popular sports brands, um, the Google 
card, the snippet that comes up. Um, I mean, this is pretty good going. Whoever this website is, marketing91.com. Now, I don't know what the 91 relevance is. Someone's going to tell me maybe. Uh, but marketing in their URL is a good start for ranking on searches that involve things like brand. So this might be why their article above all others is uh, being um, preceded and shown by Google. That's the snippet. So Google has taken just uh, to fill in those who aren't as geeky as me on this stuff. Um, Google has taken, I think, by estimations around something crazy like half a billion search clicks away from Wikipedia in the last year or two. Uh, half a billion, it's quite a lot. Um, because of the snippets. So um, if you were to search for something like how tall is Mount Everest in years gone by, Wikipedia would say it would be the top result, most likely, and you would have to click into it and then you could read about Mount Everest's statistics and its official record as the tallest mountain in the overground, overground mountain in the world. Um, now, the way that Google has <coughs> worked its magic, it will it will find what it deems the the best resource for such a piece of information. Take out the answer you are looking for. This is how Google measures your search intent, and uh, display the answer for you right at the top of the search page. Um, so you don't have to click into any websites. You can stay on there and see their ads just underneath. Um, and they encourage you, obviously, to click on those. So, you know, Google's ambition was to organize the world's information. And they, you know, that's the latest advance of that. So in this case, when you search for the most popular sports brands, Marketing 91 somehow is the website that Google has taken. And they have taken uh, a piece by someone called Hitesh Basin who has written an article called the top 10 sportswear brands in the world. Uh, you can see that this is a slightly, uh, I mean, I don't mean to cast aspersions because it's not written badly and it's an upgrade on the normal top 10 type, type thing. But let's just have a look. So, Hitesh Basin wrote this in January last year, and it's still ranking uh, the top of Google in the snippet. So it's, he's done pretty well. Um, as His opening salvo is, as billion-dollar industries go, the sportswear world is minting gold. Um, you know, okay. Um, he prefers, apparently, to cover the cream of the crop because apparently there are a few hundred sportswear brands. And these are the top 10. Now, I think this is according to him, because there's, unless it's a, it might be through net income. Um, but I'd be surprised if some of this is accurate. Anyway, so um, Hitesh is suggesting that Nike is the number one sportswear brand in the world. This is about... Probably, I imagine, I've not read this whole thing yet, but I imagine this is one of the few things that we're not going to disagree on. Um, yeah, it is. You know, in my opinion, it is. Uh, I think that 
they have weathered loads and loads of storms and they're still the top of their game. They're very smart at picking their athletes that they focus on. They're also very loyal with Tiger Woods um, and that loyalty does translate back down to the consumer um, people who are buying golf gear from Nike, no longer clubs and balls, they don't do those anymore, but clothes um, and and any other accessories uh, are, are probably not going to care so much about Woods' indiscretions. And they were also very brave in um, using an image of Colin Kaepernick and uh, after the take a knee uh, protest uh, and using that in their marketing uh, and there were lots of people that burnt their Jordans and were furious about that but you know it shows the the enduring power of the brand itself that it can even comment on such things that it can take those issues and uh, well you know being cynical monetize them um, but stand behind its athletes and uh, um, it's always done that and um, you know there's one one of many reasons why Nike is is what it is now according to Jitesh Hitesh sorry according to Hitesh in 2015 they had a net income of 3.27 billion uh, well that's a little light I would have thought so a quick search Nike net income 1.93 billion USD in 2018. Very interesting then. So, um, if you are, if this is led to believe their net income has fallen by almost a half since Hitesh wrote, no, not since Hitesh wrote this, since Hitesh used that statistic. Um, and I don't, these things are dodgy again the snippet google takes here don't know where that comes from it looks like i don't know where they, they may have actually pulled it straight from um, straight from a financial um information product perhaps but actually you know these things change an awful lot that might not that's 2018 it might be the u.s because if you go down a little bit uh, in 2019, Nike's net income worldwide was $4 billion. So um, the point is, I guess, if Hitesh is doing his list on uh, income, then it's going to be incorrect because it looks like you've got, I've looked at this with two searches, there's three wildly different stats on the screen. So anyway, Nike probably is uh, the top sportswear brand in the world. And second, Hitesh has listed German giant Adidas or Adidas, however you say it. Um, now, he thinks their distinct style statements alone have set them on the same success path as other major brands. So if it wasn't for their distinct style statements, Hitesh doesn't think that Adidas would be on the same path um, as Nike and co. Uh, this is the sort of thing that, you know, when you pay the writer 
And this does, you know, this happens and it's fine to pay people to write and it's, you know, they should be paid to write. That's one thing that we do. We pay everyone who writes something unique. If they just want to post something they've written and share it around, then we probably would ask them to just contribute. But if it's a unique piece, we always pay. And I think that's the big difference between us. And I've got a rant on that for another day. Uh, but when you pay people who use superfluous language, it kind of, you can kind of tell a distinctive style statement. Um, and it's apparently they slowly took the world by storm in, from 1924. I don't know if you really, you, if you take the world by storm, I don't know how slow it is. You know, in theory, taking something by storm is fairly instant, loud, and on, you know. Um, he then just goes on to summarize all the things they do and. They made a lucrative foray onto FIFA's sacred fields. So that's football, soccer, he means. They also cater for cricket, basketball, lacrosse, blah, 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 blah. And the newly recognized Kabaddi. Well, so I think we know where Hitesh is from. Uh, now, Kabaddi happens to be one of the most popular articles we ever published on the blog. Uh, which is a, an article called Know the Game Kabaddi, which I'll link to in the description. Um, it's a very short piece that um, I wrote, actually, when we first started this blog, because I was sort of interested in what Kabaddi was about. It's now one of our most popular ever articles. Um, I mean, and it's really small, so... Uh, but Adidas, maybe they're in Kabaddi. So he's listed them number two. Number three... So this is where it starts to already get a little bit suspect for Hitesh. Under Armour. Now, Under Armour is a big brand. And I think they could have been bigger. And in my professional life, this is my hobby, in my professional life, um, I did speak to Under Armour about some doing some stuff and it's a very complicated organization with um individual uh management subsets in, in different countries and things so it was quite hard to get anything done um again he's referenced an income figure of 2015 which makes me think that this article was probably written back in 2015 and has been refreshed a few times now Refreshing content is a very good way of uh, keeping you uh, in Google's um, thoughts. And it, of course, allows you to cater for any traction that your articles have already got. So, um, yeah, he's probably just been refreshing this up and up. Now, I don't think that Under Armour is the third biggest brand in the world, you know, sportswear. Uh, I'm not going to name any others until I've finished going down his list to see where he's placed them. And maybe we'll do our own alternative list uh, in the show notes or, or, or I'll just say them. But yeah, Under Armour's a cool brand. Andy Murray, I mean, I'm talking outside of US sport. Andy Murray was with Under Armour for a while. And I thought at that point they may make a real foray into Europe. Uh, I, I think um, Spurs were with them for a while. Not for very long, as were Liverpool. Is that right? I think Liverpool were. 
Look, Under Armour started as training gear, as the name would suggest, and it was the things you wore underneath your over shirt when training, and they were cool. Um, I just don't feel like Under Armour's quite out there. I'm sure it does a lot of US college stuff still, um, no doubt. I mean, he's, he's saying here in 2015 their net income was about 230 uh, million US. Um, I guess if we try that now, I just don't know where these stats come from. It's now global revenues of 5.27 billion US, which would be bigger than Nike, uh, according to the last search. So you believe what you believe here. I mean, the Wikipedia entry for Under Armour is, yeah, 5.2 billion. I mean, it's it's big. It's really big. Um, maybe I'm underestimating how big they are in the US. Um, it's interesting that... Oh, okay, look, so this is the interesting thing again, like one thing with search intent, but it's how you search is reported. Revenue is one thing here. So that's revenue. Yeah, okay, so net income is actually a $46 million loss for last year. Let's, let's get things straight. So when they were, when was their best, their best net income year was 2015. Hitesh is wildly wrong with his numbers. They had revenue just under $4 billion and made a net income of $233 million. Oh, no, that's what he said. Okay, no. Okay, so to be fair, he said net income was... Right, prove that the image to catch up with the big boys. Okay, well, he said back then, and I think he must have written that in 2015, their aim was to catch up with the big boys. Since then, uh, things have gone downhill uh, financially, anyway, for Under Armour. Um... So I think my initial assessment on them is probably right. I think maybe just falling off a little bit. And if you're losing $50 million a year, I don't know how much longer you're going to keep going. Number four. DKS. Now, I, I mean, I know a lot of sports brands, um, but... I'm not sure if I know what DKS is, unless I know this is another name. Now, DKS <laughs> is Dick's Sporting Goods, which is a retail company in the US. Um, as far as I know, it's only in the US. Uh, it's listed, um, so it's a listed company. It's been around for a long time, and it obviously makes a lot of cash. Um, but I think it's a retail store, so I don't know, again, I think what he's done, Hitesh, has basically Googled net incomes. No, that would be wrong because he's got DKS a bit of a bigger net income than uh, Under Armour. So DKS, he's called them that because that's their stock market ticker uh, name. DKS is their the three-letter short code on the the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> so DKS is not really a brand, which I guess is why I'd never heard of it. 
but Dick Sporting Goods is a brand. I don't know again whether one would put it under the top ten sportswear brands in the world. Um, they're not a sportswear brand, as far as I know, but I think they're a retailer. So again, what I mean, look, you don't need to. What I'm getting at here is don't always trust the Google snippet because if you're if you're someone that's working in sports marketing or sports business or whatever, you you'll probably know that this stuff is not true. But if you're writing an essay and you're not in that world or you're professing or you want to be in that world and you're taking this because it's the top of Google as your reference point, don't. Because Hitesh probably hasn't got a clue um, and is just copying and pasting stats with a simpler name and popular products. A simpler name. I mean, DKS, unless I'm being thick here. No, 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 it's not. DKS is, is the stock ticker. It's nothing to do. It's like it's not a brand. So he's also confusing that with the fact that this is a brand. And the picture he's got is of a trainer with pens in it. Next on his list is Puma or Puma. Um, now, um, yeah, he's got a nice little uh, fact that Puma was founded by the brother of the man who created Adidas. Very, very ambitious family, clearly. Uh, again, he's pulled a big revenue figure for 2015. And uh, then just some fluff. There's absolutely nothing of any substance in there about Puma. Number six, he's got a Skechers. Um, hmm. I, well, they're a big brand, don't get me wrong. And they do a lot of outdoor advertising. Um, which is, in fact, you know, they did a, they do a lot in clever places. I don't know who they do it with. Um, I don't know who, which agency they use now, but um, they did a lot of tube, uh, as in London Underground, uh, outdoor placement for their adverts, which is kind of smart. You've got people standing, thinking about their feet, thinking about their backs. And Sketches was always supposed to be about a, a trainer that was or a sneaker that was for, uh, that worked with your feet and your body and all of that. It wasn't meant to just be uh, any old trainer. They were supposed to be, you know, ergonomically designed, I believe. Well, that's the, that's the, the vibe I always got from the brand. Um, he sketches, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know. Um, I don't think they're the sixth biggest sportswear brand in the world, but maybe I'm wrong. The next one is Columbia Sportswear. Now, um, I have a vague, vague knowledge of Columbia Sportswear. And I think that it's more for outdoor stuff. Columbia Sportswear, let's see. He says, he says that they are the seventh biggest sports brand in the world. Google snippet, which is coming straight from their website. So the other thing is there's a snippet at the top of Google, which is generally an answer to a question. So when you just type Columbia Sportswear, it's not a question. There's no, the search intent is unclear for the, for the engine. So in the results, it will show you the ads, obviously, at, at first, as always. And on the right, what it'll do is assume that you're searching for information about the business. 
uh, and it has a business profile, including the stock price, um, the CEO, where they're headquartered, founders, and all that sort of stuff. And it says, yeah, outdoor wear, sportswear, and footwear, camping equipment, and all that. I think, again, this is probably more of a brand in the States. Uh, again, if you use Google and scroll down enough um, on the map, it's showing a couple of locations in London, uh, one up north, as in retail shops. Um, I'm not really an outdoors type. Um, it looks like they do trail running shoes, and actually, I mean, they, they look pretty cool. Um, and it says that it was founded in 1938 by German Jews fleeing the wave of Nazi nationalism. I imagine that means it was founded by some Jewish people who left Germany. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that for a fact. I'm not going to look into it. Anyway, seventh biggest in the world, according to Hitesh. Eighth is ASICS. Now, this is, as we've guessed, this is probably because he keeps referencing 2015. Since this was written a while ago, I think ASICS may have been on the come up since then, especially in the tennis and racket sports world. Uh, I think they were always running. He says that ASICS are Japanese in origin and Ashikusu was the original name, now called ASICS. Um, okay, uh, he doesn't really have a whole lot of information. Again, it just says... ASICS has done quite well for itself. In fact, they've replaced Adidas as the official kit manufacturer of the Australian cricket team. Another giveaway, um, apart from the fact that he's called Hitesh, that this was a paid article um, by someone based in India. It's one of the, the hubs for content writing. Uh, it's relatively cheap. You could, For about five or six dollars, you can get someone to write five to seven hundred words, maybe. Now, I'm not um, being a hypocrite here. I did actually commission someone in India to write an article this morning specifically on Indian sport. Um, and yes, I'm paying them for it and I'm paying them a bit more than that. Um, but these sort of references, you know, back to cricket for something that's clearly a US focused site, um, another giveaway. So again, if you're trying to use these for any sort of authority, um, these are another giveaway. Um, ninth in his list is the North Face. Mm. I mean, yeah, they're big. I mean, those people that wear those sort of jackets that stop rain. Sure. Um, sportswear brand, I suppose. It's much like Columbia. It's outdoor stuff. Uh, yeah, big brand, big name. Um, you could buy that stuff everywhere. Well-known, good branding, as in visual uh, never seen any creative um, personally because I don't inhabit that world, but very, very well-known visual. Number 10, Converse. Well, um, I think Converse probably are a bit higher than 10. And I also think that if you're a certain age, they're higher in uh, your mind than maybe they really are now. Um, when I was younger, Converse trainers were you know the shit and uh, they have been for a long time you know originally basketball shoes i believe uh, way back when convert in fact yeah if you've watched the the last dance um on netflix 
you'll see that at the time where Michael Jordan came into the NBA, Converse were the official shoe of the NBA. And, you know, he wanted that deal with, with Converse. And uh, you should watch the show, but it goes into a little brief bit of detail on how he ended up signing with Nike and the rest is history. Um, but yeah, I... I mean, Hitesh is being a little bit, doing them a disservice. Um, he's saying they had their so-called 15 minutes in the fast-paced world of NBA. Converse paired up with Nike to create a mega trend on an international scale. There's no evidence for any of this in his article. So I don't know what he's talking about in terms of creating a mega trend. Again, um, it's 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 bollocks writing frankly so let's get to his conclusion um, whatever your preferred brand choice perhaps you know of one that is not listed here but it's just as awesome uh, our top sportswear brands in the world are detailed to show the case the rise and rides of brands that started out decades ago yeah you know this is the sort of stuff that uh, people that own content websites dream of because it's really crap writing. There's no substance to it whatsoever. Um, and underneath, you've got a lot of people commenting about their, you know, their opinions on this. And funny enough, some of the comments would suggest that he's edited this a lot of times. Someone said, I'm very surprised not to see New Balance and Reebok in here. Someone saying North Face deserves way more. And anyway, underneath you'll see the list of related articles, uh, which are the top ice cream brands, top 20 football brands, 15 most expensive Nike shoes, 18 shoe brands, 18, you know, these are all top lists. So this website, Marketing 91, looks to me at the top, they've got categories about marketing strategy and careers, and then they've got stuff about brands. This is a giant content hub full of nonsense, really. I mean, I daren't even look at some of them. They'll really wind me up. But what it is, it's a click farm. You know, it wants you to go in, wants you to be kind of pissed off, but still linger like I've done. And then look, there's one, two, three, four, five display ads. There's some sticky ads. Um... There's an affiliate ad. So, you know, that's that's kind of how the internet works. It's just a shame that, um, and, you know, going into this a little bit, it's a shame that this is the content that Google, with its so-called very intelligent and advanced algorithm, picks out, out of all the articles on the web. You've got Forbes, um and sports biz and some other decent websites here that uh, that rank highly for this question um yet the snippet is is from in fact hold on the snippets just changed that's interesting i've gone back and the snippets changed um to a, a company called fashion beans but under the people also ask drop down um Marketing 91, as in Hitesh's article, is there. 
So that's interesting too, because it might be that it's one of those categories that is so competitive that the search engine constantly changes. I mean, one thing I would say is that for most of the questions that are here, that are kind of around this, it's Nike. Um, look, it's interesting stuff. And it, for all of you that are not into this stuff, like like I am because of, well, because of having the blog and working in sport and marketing, this is the, the, the ongoing battle of, of, of search engines and uh, the information that's out there. So this episode isn't really about the best sports web brands in the world. This is about a little bit about how um, Hitesh has decided who the best sports web brands are in the world. Well, look, if anything, it's a little education for you. If you don't know about this stuff, if not, I hope it was uh, just a little fun um, half an hour or so of hanging out with me uh, and Herschel the dog who is here as well. Um, so look, yeah, just be uh, be aware when you're looking um, up these sort of things that you you check because the URL can often make it sound like it's terribly important. Um, but just check the quality of the writing, look for some of these telltale signs. And uh, most of all, don't trust what Hitesh says on the matter. I just don't think he's got his finger on the pulse anymore. Uh, we'll be back next week with our guests. Um, look out for that. Uh, I just, I'm not going to tell you who they are because I'm just working out the batting order and one may change and one might come in and you know what it's like when you're popular. It's hard, really hard. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to try and find the will to uh, take the dog out in the wet. Have a good weekend, everybody.